0: Hello, this is Elizabeth Spring from NorthNodeAstrology.com, and as most of you know, I am a full-time counseling astrologer, and if you're interested in finding out about a reading, uh, which is what I do all the time, uh, go to NorthNodeAstrology.com, and you'll see what needs to be done to set that up, and I can usually do a reading for you within a couple of days. I've also written five books, uh, four of them related to astrology, and uh, you can find information about them there, and of course they're on Amazon as well. But today I'm going to be talking about relationships, musings on the astrology of relationships, and this is going to be from my book, North Node Astrology, Rediscovering Your Life Direction and Soul Purpose, and this is on Amazon.com in Kindle and in Audible and paperback. So let's get on with it. Hi, so we're back talking today on musings on the astrology of relationships. Uh, some people call this sinistry, or when I do an astrology reading for someone, it's when you take both charts and you compare them together. Um, so that's going to be part of it. I'm also about transits that affect relationships, and this is from my book by the same name, North Node Astrology. My husband is a grounded Virgo craftsman with lots of Uranus in his chart, reflecting his almost paradoxical desire for both Virgo routine and Uranian independence. I'm a more intimacy pleased kind of Libra with a lot of intense Scorpio combined with an edgy let's go for it Aries energy. It's not a perfect combination, yet with my north node in earthy Taurus in the second house of owning my own personal resources, I benefit when he makes me do things myself that I'd rather not do on my own. His Gemini North Node has lots of different interests that grow his soul and challenge him to be a better communicator. We talk more than before. He stretches to find the words and lingers longer in our intimate conversations. I let him know now when something is really important to me, but we do not expect so much from each other. The sting of how we hurt each other in the past did not leave the moment that we remarried, but it's cooled and softened over the years. These days we delight in coming together at the end of our workdays over some bowls of pumpkin soup that I make and serve in his handmade pottery bowls, We remember things the other has forgotten in our mutual history and we allow more room for letting go of what isn't truly important. As an astrological counselor, I'm always being asked about the aspects and omens of love and divorce. When do we know it's coming? When do we act and when do we wait? It's a complicated question and it's necessary to look at not only one's own transits and progressions to the birth chart, but also the comparison, synastry, and composite chart for both people. There are no definitive signatures for marriage or divorce, and the chemistry created by two people is unique. Uh, That's often called a composite. Uh, But it doesn't matter if you're a fire sign, Aries, and your lover is a watery cancer. Why? Because your moon, rising sign, or another aspect could complement that emotional water element. In other words, it could exist in a trine or a conjunction to it. So there would be a connection. It doesn't have to be all in the sun signs. Unfortunately, there are entire books which will tell you what sun sign is good or bad for you and what to red flag and what to go for But I don't believe it's more complicated um, than, well, (laughs) let's put it another way. But I believe it's more complicated than sun and moon sign astrology. It tells us some general things just as knowing if a person is Italian or Swedish or their sexual orientation or their age, that'll give us something. But sun sign astrology is not enough. So when I'm asked specifically about what might traditionally be called a hard aspect or a good aspect between couples, I'll explain that astrologers today look for both grace and grit, easy aspect and hard ones. Because the grit promotes soul growth and deeper understanding, relationships need grace and grit. Nothing is uh, fatted, and the charts are reflecting the chemistry of a (laughs) real... Nothing is faded, and the uh, charts are reflecting the chemistry of a relationship, so they hint more of the emotional feeling tone one will be exposed to, but not the outcome. What is most important is the intention of the couple, their knowledge of themselves and their willingness to make conscious decisions at the right time. All the outer planets play havoc with relationships, and there are books enough out there to offer suggestions. But here's some astrological indicators for you to consider. In a comparison of two charts, the two most difficult situations to deal with are aspects between Uranus and Pluto to the Sun or Moon, Venus or Mars. The reasons are simple. Uranus, the planet of individuation and rebellion, likes space and freedom and the chance to do something different. In mythology, Uranus is a rebel, and like Prometheus, it is willing to steal fire from the gods when necessary. It doesn't favor the kind of coziness that other archetypal energies can accommodate. Nor does Pluto, the lord of the underworld and deep transformation. He isn't a comfortable bedfellow either. Uranus and Pluto aspects between two charts say that this couple is involved in a relationship of profound transformation And if they can't take the heat, well, you know the rest about getting out of the kitchen. But as so, if there is any red flag between two people's charts, I'd watch especially for Pluto aspects between couples. This is because there is so much unconscious, obsessive-compulsive activity going on that if everything isn't totally above board and honest, one person is going to feel deceived or betrayed. Pluto is an invisible archetype in mythology and often describes unconscious power struggles. Now, when people individually experience Uranus and Pluto transits, they are in moments of deep change and renewal. But the red flags I'm most concerned about between two people aren't so much about the transits. That is not about the changing times, but about when a couple has Pluto or Uranus in hard aspect to each other's personal planets in the birth charts. You see this in comparison of two charts, of putting one chart within the other in a bi-wheel, allowing you to see where there's a conjunction, square, or opposition to the other's Sun, Moon, Mars, or Venus. Those birth chart difficult aspects are the ones that give us pause to consider. When we see in our charts difficult aspects and feel the suffering they often entail, We need to remind ourselves that the universe is not out to hurt us, but rather seeking to transform us. But it often begins this transformation by ruthlessly, such a Pluto word, taking away from us the very thing we think we need most, love. Not only do hard circumstances erode our outer relationship, but they give us glimpses into our own bad behavior and leave us feeling less love. So what can we do when our wounds, our nastiness, our unloving feelings arise? As a counseling astrologer and psychotherapist, I am uncomfortable staying at the level of diagnosis without some prescriptions. So I'm going to take off my astrologer's hat for a moment and put on my therapist's hat. Actually, I would love to see the two more integrated with less emphasis on technique and prediction and more on the use of astrology as a healing profession. Just as chiropractors deal with more than just adjusting bones, astrologers too can prescribe as well as describe. As long as our bias is known, whether our prescriptions are flower remedies or a range of holistic ideas, if we share our knowledge openly the client or reader can choose to take it or not. My bias in reading is always towards the north node compensatory medicine implied by the north node sign and house. So that is something to look at between two people's charts who are having difficulties and see what they can tell you about what's going on. Now there's a a whole lot of um, different information here in this chapter in North Node astrology, but I am going to stop there for today. If you're interested in going um, to learn more about specific, just psychological ideas for how to how to deal with this. Um, They are in the book, North Node Astrology, Rediscovering Your Life Direction and Soul Purpose. But I think that's going to be enough for today. And thanks so much for coming by. Um, If you have something you'd like to share with me, uh, go to the Apple Podcasts and write a review there or a comment, uh, uh, a like, or what you'd like to say. So thanks so much for coming by today and uh, visit me at North Node Astrology. Bye for now.